Matthew Woods, CEO of Apartment List, based here in California, working in a remote location from home. Matthew, uh, thanks for joining. Uh, really excited to to dive in. Usually, we don't like to talk about the, if someone's on the supplier side about their company, but uh, I think we're going to hopefully get some others from the ILSs to to come on and talk and and dive in because I think that everybody's interested in. Um, their marketing budgets right now. And uh, that's what ILSs are. They're marketing and uh, they cost money. So I want to dive in right away. Um, apartment list is seems to be zigging or zagging when everybody else is zigging. So you created a unique model. Tell us how you did that, what you're doing differently, and why we should be interested in you. Yeah, thrilled to be here. So, you know, apartment list is zagging, as you say, when everyone else is zigging. When we ultimately think about our business, we're a marketplace. We bring renters to our platform to help them find home. We believe everyone deserves a home they love, and um, that's what we're trying to accomplish. So our business model is success-based, and what we mean by that is for all of our partners, operators, and owners across the U.S., they only pay apartment lists when we successfully deliver a renter. And the reason we built this business model is we feel it's just superior when we talk to our decision makers um, across all of our partner businesses. You know, ultimately what they want is they want an interested renter who is ready to move into their building. And we believe it's really incumbent upon us to deliver that. And if we don't, you shouldn't pay us because we haven't delivered the value. So in a market which is high, uh, high vacancy or low vacancy, we're in a pandemic or not in a pandemic, our success is completely aligned. And what our partners are looking for is what we're able to deliver. And that's helped us scale tremendously. Since your, your statement or your, your mission is, is everybody deserves a home, would you consider removing listings if some of based on bad experiences? Like if there's a management company or a certain property that has a reputation of actually not delivering a, a quality home, have you considered removing that from your platform? Yeah, such a great, uh, such a great question. And the short answer is yes. I mean, the reality is uh, in order to be, build a virtuous cycle and a business and a marketplace like ours, we need renters to continue to come back and revisit apartment list. We know that just as in my own personal experience, my wife and I, we moved 10 times uh, in 12 years, 10 times in 12 years, four of which we had three kids. And we know that uh, moving, especially today, is something that is happening with a much higher degree of frequency. People are able to work remotely. People are able to experience new places. They're going to rent on average more than seven times or move on average more than seven times in their life. We want them to come back. And therefore, if we have an operator on our platform that is either a misleading a potential customer, not delivering a authentic experience, you know, this has got to be a win-win. And we have, yes, asked and or taken properties down that aren't delivering on that experience that we promised to our renters. Have, uh, did you journal all those moves? You could write a playbook or a, a book about that. I could write a playbook. I, w- I would love to tell you that I did. It was earlier days in my career outside of the multifamily industry. I could uh, plot them on a map for you. And I can tell you that of those 10 moves, three of them were terrible. And it's one thing to have a terrible move <clears throat> when you're single. It's a very different thing to have a terrible move when your partner is pregnant and or you have two kids at home under four. And so we've navigated all, all angles of that. All different chapters. Um, For sure. So 
So just for anybody who's not familiar with an ILS is, is essentially it's like you said, a marketplace for um, potential renters to find a home. And so management companies have some, in your case, they have enragement and they're only paying when somebody moves in. Others, it's a subscription model. They're paying monthly um, or maybe they pay per lead, whatever th- their setup might be. But renters come to these marketplaces to find uh, places to uh, to potentially rent. And then, you know, they become a lead source, uh, a source of generating leads. Now, I think a lot of people, in uh, there's a, a, an area in our, industry where there's a there's a big lacking of understanding the customer journey yep. my opinion um most attribution is going to go to a property website typically that's because people are applying from the website so whether they were lead already or not when they're applying um sometimes that's where the credit is given is is the property website and i think that it, it'd be fascinating in terms of data i don't know if you guys have this data if you guys dive into this my gut feeling and my experience is, is a good majority, I don't know, 55 to 75% of prospects already know about the community. And it's, it's about the marketing is, is about when their need arises and that timing of getting in front of them. There are definitely a percentage, and this is going to vary based on your market and based on your, your, your property type. If you're in student housing, obviously that's a totally different game. Um, but a, a regular market rent in a sub, you know, in the suburbs, wherever it might be, is that people know about the community already. And then it's a question of, of when you're getting in front of them or how you get in front of them at the time when they would consider. So it is hard to attribute like what is actually going to be that decision. Um, but, you know, like even simple, if you're thinking of Google AdWords, like what are people typing in when they come to search? Are they looking the two bedroom apartment near me, are they searching luxury apartment? Like what, what is going through the, the customer's mind in that journey? And I would be curious if you guys have data on that and what your thoughts about that are. Yeah. Um, I think a very astute observation. So when you think about kind of meta level, um, there are approximately 40 million renters in the U.S. living in apartments, point one. Uh, 27 million households in the U.S. living in an apartment. This is all U.S. census data. Um, And then, you know, there's some great research out around kind of like, where are renters moving and what are they looking for? Um, The analysis we have is in 2021, 50% of renters were moving within the same city to a different neighborhood. Um, So that just kind of gives you a perspective of there's a wide swath of renters at various stages in their journey. At Apartmentless, we've effectively uh, mapped the renter journey, and we basically have kind of three personas that we focus on. Kind of life changers, those that have had a significant change in their life, getting married, uh, a household composition change, moving to college, having a family. Something has happened in their life. Two, there are hobbyists. There are people that sit around and dream like, what would that penthouse apartment look like in Miami? What could happen if I were to consolidate with my friends and get a bigger place? Their hobby is similar to some people spending a weekend daydreaming about that vacation place on Airbnb. The same is true for rentals and where people want to live. And the third is sprinters. Sprinters are really the category of renters that need to move right now. Something has transpired in their life and they're moving over the next six weeks. Arguably, 
Most marketers want to just engage with sprinters. They want those folks that are ready to move, know where they're going, know the community as you um, called out, and are easily able to make a comparison between a few different properties. Um, our renter experience is unique in so much that when a renter comes to apartment list, we send them through a quiz and they register. Why? Because we really want to understand what it is they're looking for in home and a place they call home. Because our value prop is we want to very systematically help renters understand the comparisons and or the decisions they're going to need to make when they select a place to live. Let me give you a great example. My wife and I have three kids. It's pretty important to us that when we pick, pick a place to live, that it's in close proximity to their schools. That's actually less important than proximity to my office because Apartmentless is a virtual first uh, company. So what we really are looking to do is help renters based upon independent of where they are in that journey, help them make a better decision than they would be able to on their own. That's vastly different than what many of our competitors do, where it's just kind of a... Uh, a full index of supply and just kind of pick and choose and do your own analysis. We want to help direct renters because the ultimate success criteria for us is that renters find the place they wanted that, that met their needs that they're fulfilled in more so than just helping any renter find a place to live. I think also, uh, so as, as my position, I'm fascinated, like what ultimately drives people to make their decision. Uh, I think a lot of renters actually don't always know what they're actually looking for. And so, you know, I trained the leasing team like to be the consultant of like helping them. You're supposed to be the expert to help them figure out to consider things that they weren't even considering. How important is a balcony? How important is, is what floor they're on? All, all, how the closet space? Like the, the first question to ask, and it's an amazing question. Um, you ask somebody, you know, to, you know, they tell you they're looking for a one bedroom. Great. Not all our one bedrooms are the same to see if we have a good fit for you. You know, what features are you looking for? And typically people don't know what to answer. They, they'll default to washer and dryer. And then it's like, okay, is closet space important? That one question will tell you so much about your prospect that they, and they themselves weren't even thinking. Um, but, but I think ultimately what people are looking for is they're looking for a place that they're going to enjoy. And the greatest determination if they're going to, what determines if they're going to enjoy is, does the management care? Like if something's going to go wrong, are they going to fix it? So I understand right now, I don't know how you could integrate that into your, your, your platform, but I think that that maybe you put in there like the reviews or, or some sort of rating system for the management companies, but ultimately people want a place that they're going to enjoy. And, um, and it's, it's the management company caring. And if there's a problem that they're going to fix it, like there will be problems. Um, I love when we buy a property that's near competitors because like on that block, like we could create a name for ourselves and, and people already like the location. They're right there. Um, and so they're going to have expiring. Everybody has an expiring, um, lease. Um, so yeah, like, yeah, how, how do we create a buzz? How do we become that place that, that people want? And that doesn't necessarily have to do with marketing. That has to do with us executing and, and, um, becoming remarkable. Yeah. I mean, great, great point. I mean, <clears throat> you know, a property's reputation. And how they handle and engage with renters, I think, is so critical in that overall experience. You know, today, 
on apartment list, as we think about, you know, that overall rental journey, we're really focused on helping them isolate that decision and, and make the trade-off decision. You know, as an example, uh, as a dad and with three kids, like, on apartment list, we help you make the call. Is it is it, what's more important that you're closer to the school or that you have uh, like a gym complex on site? Um, to that example, and would you be willing to make a trade off either in dollars or proximity in order to make that decision? As you so, I think astutely said, renters don't necessarily always know what it exactly is that they're looking for. We help them make those decisions in a more effective way than any other platform. And that's what's really afforded us over the last 10 years to scale as quickly as we have. Really, no other ILS in this space or, or, or marketplace has been able to systematically grow in terms of demand, users, renters, and supply properties as quickly as apartment has. And I think it's really anchored around how we think about this business. It's not simply about helping a renter just find a place. It's about helping a renter find the right place such that we fulfill our mission and they are fulfilled in this decision, which is generally one of the biggest of their lives. And so before we wrap up and ask some random questions, what's next for apartment list? You know, Apartmentless has had an incredible year. So at the beginning of this year, we uh, made an investment and acquired uh, an AI business, uh, an Israeli-based AI company called Different, that has really changed the game for us. We know with all of the ILS's leasing agents and with leasing agents, they're really busy. They have wear so many darn hats. They're not only leasing their building, they're doing on-site work often. And the biggest constraint they have is time in response to prospective renters. As we've all agreed to, renters don't always know exactly what they're looking for, and they're trying to refine that decision set. Apartmentless has layered AI into all of our renter engagement. So we now have millions and millions of renters engaging in a way that helps them refine their decision making to better qualify prospects before really surfacing them to leasing agents. That's been a big change for us that has overhauled our renter experience, overhauled kind of the efficiency and effectiveness of our on-site leasing teams to our partners. And you're going to see us continue to invest in that direction. I think what you're also going to continue to see is you know, we believe that we can even go further in helping curate and help uh, a renter search journey so that they can really get closer and closer to that lease through the introduction of new technology, virtual leasing, virtual touring, um, moving closer down to the transaction. We're going to help our partners and our renters like fulfill that journey in a more efficient and effective way than even what we are offering today. And that's really exciting. Cool. Um, what's something, so now we're, we're going to wrap up with our, our uh, random questions. Uh, what is the CEO of Apartment Lists reading? Uh, great question. I have three books on my uh, desk right now. Um, one is called Smart Brevity. Smart Brevity is written by Axios, uh, just a new and more effective way to communicate as we are in a virtual world. Lots of Zoom meetings, lots of emails. How can we be highly effective uh, with our communication? The second is actually a book called The Outsiders, um, not the... Uh, uh, <clears throat> fiction book that you may have, be aware of, but a nonfiction book about eight unconventional CEOs and basically how they radically grew their businesses. Um, and the third uh, book that I'm reading is a book called Grit um, by Angela Duckworth, which is just really about like the power of passion and perseverance, how you grow and how you scale. I believe that in a startup business, even as big as we've become and as successful as we've become, you got to have grit to scale and grow. Good book. I've read that one. 
or I listened to that one. Um, what is your favorite place to travel to? Oh man, good question. I have the luxury of getting to travel quite a bit for work um, and uh, both for for fun uh, and uh, also just professionally. Um, we actually had an amazing trip uh, just recently. We were in Montana uh, last week with 15 of our top customers, partners, uh, and we got a chance to spend four days with them connecting uh, and really thinking about the strategy moving forward. The reason I love Montana, it's like there's just a slice of, of nature and um, connection there that we were able to achieve that you can't do elsewhere. If I wasn't there, I'd be in San Sebastian, Spain with my family, which is my favorite city in the world. Cool. Where in Montana, by the way? We were at Flathead Lake, uh, which is about 40 minutes outside of Glacier National Park. Very cool. Um, and do you have a bucket list item? A bucket list item. My bucket list item is I have three boys. Uh, I would love the opportunity to if they so chose to take a gap year between high school and college, my bucket list would be able to travel with a for a month with each of them somewhere internationally to kind of connect it with them before they go off into the real world, if you will. Very cool. I guess you'll be going to Spain. <laughs> I'll be, we'll be back in Spain if I have my choice. Very cool. Thanks for joining us, Matthew. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. <laughs>